1: Always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your host, Dat Ninja Dev, as always, and joining me, as always, from Florida himself, Mr. Delvin Cox. How's it goes, man? How goes it?
2: Everything good, brother. Everything good. What is this it, Black Friday Eve. <laughs> Happy I Black mean, Friday Eve. Cause nobody cares about Thanksgiving. They just care I about feel Black like Friday.
1: It's, it's Black Black Friday. Pretty much started today. So, like, as soon as I woke up, I mean, nothing but. Like I open Twitter and nothing but uh, Black Friday. This Black Friday that Black Friday starts today. I'm just like, man, if Black Friday starts today, I mean, <laughs> do we even need a Black Friday after Thanksgiving? If I can just get everything right now?
2: Yeah, let me ask this: How soon is it gonna be before it just they just cut the BS out? And they just make <laughs> Black Friday the holiday instead of Thanksgiving. I know, right? If, you see more uh, stuff about Black Friday than you do Thanksgiving. Like where I stay at. I didn't even just completely bypass Thanksgiving. I see a lot of Christmas stuff out. Everybody's setting up stuff for Christmas. They just don't care about Thanksgiving anymore.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. That other voice you kind of heard is uh, Miss Haley Nicole Miller all the way from uh, Canada. How are you doing? Do y'all even celebrate Uh,
0: Black Friday? uh, Let me put it to you this way. Black Friday has been on for about a week and a half here already because we have pre-Black Friday deals. Mm. And... Considering I work in retail, guess who's been dealing with it for an entire month? I don't know why I keep looking at my wrist. The the listeners can't see that. Hi, I just woke up. I slept through <laughs> my alarm for our recording. There are several <laughs> things funny about
2: that. <laughs> One, but uh, she has on no watch. <laughs> I don't know what she's looking at. <laughs> Two, yeah. this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Hi,
0: as as Delvin, please feel free feel free to laugh at me. I had an alarm set for a recording. Uh, guess what woke me up? The and call woke <laughs> yeah. oh. Three,
2: her internet is bad. <laughs> yeah. Did
0: did you actually lose me? There you are. Uh-oh. You're back. Uh, I don't know. It didn't show me as losing you. You guys, I could hear you guys fine. It's all good. That uh apologies. be fun for Kevin to fix. Yeah. Uh or Delvin cuz I'll probably send you my recording again.
1: <laughs> yeah. That too. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, no uh so I work at Walmart and before the Black Friday deals there are pre pre Black Friday deals. So pre Black Friday starts a week before um a week before Black Friday obviously. But uh it starts coming in 2 to 3 weeks before Black Friday. And all this week. Actually, I'm so glad I have Sundays off because they're taking a double truck today. Mm. So, uh, yeah, and it's all Black Friday stuff instead of pre-Black Friday now. So, that's fun. I
2: but, have a question uh, about that. Yeah? Why do y'all Go have Black, it? Black Friday? Isn't y'all Thanksgiving like weeks before ours?
0: You mean an entire month before yours? <laughs> yeah, it's literally like... the second Sunday in uh, in. October and <laughs> and the reason ours is so early is because it was the original end of harvest season. But you know, uh, weather be crazy, and also America just does its own thing, which is fine. That's usually how people do things. Um, but why do we have it? Because it's the biggest holiday shopping day of the year.
2: So that's that's kind of weird when you think about it. That
0: it does. It does way more money than uh our own like day after christmas deals boxing day which you guys aren't as big on over there so yeah. but we have both black friday now and boxing week
2: so, so y'all just stole our holiday <laughs>
0: like, it's just, not a holiday just, black friday is a, a h- sales day
2: it's just black a 100% day. a holiday <laughs> like people prepare for black friday if it was get a holiday,
1: we'd it, have most it, people would have it off. But retail, you're stuck.
2: Well, yeah. nobody nobody cares about retail. <laughs> like they treat. Wow. Re, wow. Let's wow. be honest. Retail gets treated wow. like crap. Every every holiday, like I used to work in retail. Retail people have to work. Whether it's yeah. sometimes even Christmas, it's it's like fight two for to even get a, hey, a holiday hey, off on at, Christmas.
0: At least Walmart is nice, and they're like, "Hey, if you want to work the holiday, sign up. We're not taking your holiday from you without." like, you signing up for it. So, at least here, I don't know about the states. In the states, I might be screwed. Hey, it's Black oh, yeah. Friday, you're working. In the oh, yeah. states,
1: but, when you get hired, like, for example, at Best Buy, they let you know, hey, you will be working the day after Thanksgiving. It's not an option. Everybody works it. If that's going to be yes. a problem now, let us know and we'll move on to the next candidate. But yes. With that in mind... You don't have a choice. Yeah, with that in mind, in Canada, like, Do you guys... Is there even a complaint about, like, having to work the day after a non... It's not Thanksgiving for you guys, so it's not really working the day after. It's just a longer day for you guys, I'd imagine?
0: Uh, well, I mean, our store hours only change by an hour, because we we don't, uh... We don't have 24-hour Walmarts here. Okay. So, so uh instead of opening, like, you know, halfway through Thanksgiving, because, obviously, Thanksgiving was in October for us, we, um... We just opened an hour earlier, so instead of opening at 7, we opened at 6. See, even um, that's
1: more, you know, nice than what, what they do out here. Because we used... Oh, my God. I remember we used to... What year? When year we opened it? Like, midnight. So, Thanksgiving, you had to be at Best Buy, like, right after you had dinner and stuff. You'd have to be at work getting ready to prepare to open the store. And then, yeah, it get, it, I remember it, it was ridiculous. Like, it would, normally, we opened at 6, then we opened at 5. Then there was one weird where we opened at like 2 a.m. And then midnight. And then eventually they started pushing it back to like the 6 a.m. time. But, ugh. God, I hated yeah. that.
2: And now, like some store, a lot of stores, not some, just open on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Like 7 o'clock, hey, yeah. they just open. And they stay open till like 2 o'clock in the morning. And they open back up at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's,
0: it's, it's brutal. Uh, let me put it to you this way. Our back room, we managed to clear it of all the stuff on the sides three days ago. It's full again, and it's not clear until after January. But, uh, according to corporate, we're not making enough money to justify having the fulfillment team. You know, the people who stock your shelves and make sure you can buy all your Christmas gifts. Uh... ...who aren't full-time, and I've been busting my butt trying to get full-time for over two and a half years now... ...uh... ...we're not making enough hours to have us at full hours, but all the cashiers can be at full hours!
1: Oh, retail.
0: Mm, Retail is great.
1: I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. (sighs) Well, anyway... (laughs)
2: <laughs> now that I uh, enjoy anyway. our
0: very long Black Friday rant. Oh, it's not over. You,
2: Thank you for listening to the Friday Walmart Talk. podcast. Is, yeah.
0: Hey, hey, you asked. You asked. I gave you the detailed corporate answer apparently. Oh, also man. also, this is a very like great podcast to start off in the morning because I get angry when it comes to the fact that I don't I'm not full time. I get angry.
1: You hear that Walmart make Haley full time. Stop playing. Give her the bag. <laughs> dang it.
0: I, I don't. I don't think Walmart listens to this podcast. I told my boss I was on this podcast. And I was like, "Hey, I'll give you a link if you want to listen." to so my boss plays games, and I. I haven't heard a word back, so I think I'm safe. <laughs> 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 also, also, it's not like, it's not like I can, like I'm not saying anything wrong about the company or whatnot, but you know.
1: Yeah. Whatever. So, now that that's out the way, we got through our intros. (laughs) What were you up to this week, Devin? What what were you playing? What'd you you get into?
2: Well, I played Shimu for a little bit, which I like, Shimu 3. And it's, I like it a lot. But it's one of those games that you should know when you buy it what to expect. It's it's not one of those games you're going to go in and start fighting and stuff like that. It's like quirky and fun. It's kind of a relic of the past in terms of, what it looks actually better than I thought it would look. Graphics-wise, I didn't think it was going to look that good because it was a Kickstarter game. And it's kind of, it's it's not a triple-A game per se. It's, it's probably an A game, if anything. But, when I immediately turned it on, the first thing I thought is like, yeah, this is Shibu. move. This is undeniably, unmistakably Shibu. move. They have fixed a lot of things on it to make it play better and move better and things like that. But it's still a lot of the quirky things that's in the game. Like, I'll give you a perfect example of that. This is not a spoiler. Like, in the beginning of the game, you're looking for somebody. This guy to help you with something. So you have to walk around town and talk to random people to find out where the person lives at or where the person is at. So a lot of these times, you're just walking around like, hey, do you know this person? (laughs) No, I don't know this person. Okay, (laughs) you just walk to somebody else. Hey, do you know this person? I can't hear what you're saying, sir. <laughs> okay, let's keep walking. And then so fight follow- Like, <laughs> yeah. like we, weed, like
0: weed nonsense, like filler episodes in an anime that should have really only been 10 episodes long. So you're not dealing with, hey, this episode's about the random guy we passed three <laughs> episodes ago. It has none of your main cast in it.
2: Enjoy. No, it's not even that. It's just the, the whole fact that you have to physically go look for the person. Like, look for somebody to find answers. You're literally walking to person to person to find out where this person is at. And then, then this is even more funny. This shows you how kind of antiquated and outdated this game is in terms of its setting and stuff. So, your main character walks up to this, you walk up to this little girl in the park who's playing, like, on the swing and stuff like that. And you start, you ask her, oh, my daddy works in this area. You can come to my house later on and talk to my dad about it. This Yikes. girl like six years old, <laughs>
0: No. Yo, so, Stranger <laughs> danger.
2: Jesus. <laughs> so, you walk to the house at late, like it's like late at night. It turns nighttime and stuff. You walk to the house, knock on the door, the dad answers the door. He he literally asks, Hey, I'm looking for your daughter. <laughs> okay, oh, come man. on in. <laughs> oh, what? He lets him in. <laughs> and then you ask the dad about the other uh, guy. But that's how kind of old school. Weird and quirky this game really is. Like weird
0: the main character's 18 years
2: old, he's not like a kid.
0: It's like stranger danger in the game. I mean, maybe in Japan
1: that's not weird, but uh I don't know. That's yeah. I ain't. Mm.
0: If if I had a daughter mm. and some 18-year-old kid shows up and goes, Hey, I'm looking for your daughter, uh, you ain't coming in.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like, mm-mm. First of all, my daughter ain't gonna be playing at the park where strangers can just walk up to her. I'm I'm like a hawk. I'm gonna be there like, whoa, 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 whoa. What you what you need? Why you talking to my daughter? Get away from here. This is creepy. It's real weird. Yeah. It's real weird.
2: (laughs) It's a super fascinating game. I like it. But I understand why people wouldn't like it. And the reviews on it have been mixed. But I feel like it's one of those things where kind of like Death Stranding. If -hmm. you know what you're getting into, you'll like it. Right. But if you don't and I can understand why you wouldn't like it. So it's an interesting game. I think people should check it out if they like the Shibu series.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to have to pass on that. I'll just let you and Gabe handle it. That's all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what about oh, you, Haley? What have you. Oh, wait, go ahead.
2: Before we go, I have something else funny to say that's kind of video game related. Mm-hmm. i seen the movie um, 21 Bridges. You ever heard of this movie? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. With uh, Chadwick Boseman? Yes. I, I saw him in. His... And... <laughs> I, I liked him. it. But it's literally <laughs> GTA the movie. Oh man! Yeah, I
0: saw him answering questions about that on Twitter last night while I was on break at work, and I, I obviously I'm at work, so I couldn't like click on the videos and be like, "Hey, what's happening here?" Because yeah. I don't know if there's going to be swearing or not in them, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a TV in the break room, and one of the assistant managers got mad that I watched I Zombie on it. Great show! Everybody should watch that. It's very good. It ended yes. after five seasons. But the manager comes in. He goes, "What are we watching?" And I was like, "I Zombie." And they were like, "What's that?" So I told them the plot. And they were like, "Was that really Walmart appropriate?" And I was like, "Well, there's no gore, swearing, or nudity, so I'm pretty sure yes." And they're like, "I'm gonna go with no. Put something else on." And I was like, "We're all adults." And she goes, "Doesn't matter." And Just I was CW. like, I was like, hi, it's a CW show, you're completely okay with me watching The Flash in this room, which is at times worse. <laughs> but like, alright. Also, somebody <laughs> put Family Guy in the break room and didn't get trouble. <laughs> but yet I can't watch iZombie at work. Okay. Oh,
1: See, that's very different than the Best Buy break room. Pretty much anything, went. we didn't care. No, nobody cared what we watched in there.
0: Somebody threw Archer on at work. Let me put it to you that way. Somebody went to work with the intention of watching Archer in the break room, which is worse than Family Guy. Archer
1: is the greatest, one of the greatest shows ever created, so I don't oh, blame no, him. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> Archer is fantastic. I would not put it on at work for fear of, I don't know, getting rid- written up. Somebody like, should
2: try to put on Rick and Morty and see what happens. Just well, Rick a little and Morty Rick and Morty. is
0: not on Netflix here. And also, no, Rick and Morty is awful.
1: I have never horrible seen person. Rick and Morty. I love how we were talking about 21 Bridges and it devolved into this. This <laughs> yeah. is the PlayStation yeah. experience.
0: We, we haven't even we haven't even talked about what I did this week. But that's okay. Yeah, Rick and Morty is awful. It's a garbage show. It should not exist.
2: You're wrong. Hot takes. Hot, <laughs> Hot that takes. Hot takes, please. Opinion. And this but, is why Canada... Is no friend of the United States. <laughs> All right,
0: at least at least I'm not coach who thinks we're you know invading, and I gotta tell them and give them the heads up so we can get out. Because that's
2: coach. coach might be right.
0: <laughs> uh, Canada,
1: America's hat.
0: Uh, hey, hey, there's a reason in the Fallout universe Canada gets annexed by the United States.
2: So I mean, yeah, y'all don't like Richard Boy. That's a good reason.
0: I mean, like like
1: South Park said, blame Canada. They're not even a real country anyway.
0: Hey, hey, South Park (laughs) is in my bad books after that episode there this week (laughs) with the, the, that joke they made this week about, uh, trans athletes in sports. Mm -mm, Nope. mm -mm, Nope. Mm, I have not seen
1: an episode of South Park in quite some time.
0: Oh, I'm not judging anybody who watches it. I just can't believe they made that joke after the fact that like people are being killed for this. So, yeah. All right. Hi. Let's let's devolve into something else before I go off on a tangent on a PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Yes.
1: So, what did you play this weekend, Haley?
0: Well, I finished <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, so now I'm working on 100% of it. Nice. Came home from work last last night, and uh, 100% of Pagano. And, uh, now I'm working on Dathomir, and I literally have one chest to find on the planet. <laughs> nice. And then I've just got, I think Kashyyyk's at, like, 88%. Uh... There's... Another planet I won't mention because it's story-related and, like... a uh, Spoiler, so I'm not gonna mention it. But I think that's at, like, 35% because it's... There's not a lot there, but, like, it's story-related, so I don't want to spoil it. And then uh, Zephos at, like, 88%, but that is the, by far, I think, the biggest planet. And a nightmare to 100%, but we working on it. I I literally need six trophies, and the Platinum is mine.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's one, so. if I were playing it on PlayStation, I probably definitely would go for the Platinum, um, just because I really enjoy the game, so I'm definitely trying to 100% it. It's been real. It's been real. I'm enjoying the heck out of that game. Mm-hmm.
0: See, it's a shame we record on Sundays and this, you know, uh, goes live on Wednesdays because uh, hopefully people came and watched me stream my attempts to 100% it this afternoon, but uh, you know, uh, it's it, this comes out on a Wednesday, so I can't, you know, yeah. say that people did or not, so...
1: This is true, I mean, but you can not promote saying, "Hey, I'm going to be streaming on these days." So if you're going to stream yeah, every week, well, every Sunday, then there you go. I'm going
0: to I'm going to stream pretty much anytime I'm not at work. Now I didn't realize yes. how close I was on the path to affiliate. So yeah, awesome.
2: Yeah, very so cool, awesome. Very That's cool. great.
0: Not that I think I'm deserving of people's money or anything. Like, just you know, the option is there once you reach the certain milestones. So
1: very cool. I always want to stream, but. Yeah, I play so late and so my, rant, my hours are so random I can never get on a good enough schedule to actually try to build any following but we'll see what happens hey, this year you
0: know all you gotta do is stream out there it doesn't matter what time you're gonna find an audience I mean uh our you know friends of the show married to the games Ed started streaming just randomly at like random times of the day and look at him he's this was mentioned this week on the on the podcast uh like he has a following of people that don't even fo- know him from MTTG. They yeah. find MTTG from him streaming. Like, yeah. like, that's that's an audience.
1: Yeah, but the thing with that is, like, I'm lucky if I play twice a week. He plays every day. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get to. Mean, I'm trying to get to where I can I play lo- at least I love Ed.
0: I don't even know what his job is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he runs a lot of the stuff for Because he's on
0: all the time.
1: I think he does, like, all of the stuff for, like, his wife's, um, her workout stuff. Like, he does all the back ends and all of that stuff. I think. I could be wrong.
2: I think he just drinks coffee. I think that's his professional job. He just a uh, professional yep, coffee drinker. Yeah, Ed is the
0: taster. coffee drinker. <laughs> he'll, doesn't matter what he's playing, he'll find a coffee cup in it.
1: I think that's yes. the truth. Alright, so, for me, this week, uh, my son's birthday was Wednesday, so, we had his party yesterday, yeah, happy birthday, Hudson, you're four, you're, boy, he's he's a lot, Um, but yeah, so yesterday (laughs) we had his party, for he invited, we let him invite like four friends, and all the neighborhood kids came, and all that good stuff, so he had a really good time. And we did something different. Normally we have like the party like around one or two, like after what would be a three or four year old's nap time. We said, screw that. We're going to do this party from 11 to one and just get it, get it over with in the beginning of the day. Um, And that was probably the greatest idea we've ever had. So we were able to have this party early. We were done with everything by two o'clock, like clean up everything and then we had that little park we have in our, our little community or whatnot so we didn't have to clean the house or anything we just came home opened his gifts let him play and uh didn't have to worry about cleaning up or anything afterwards so that was great he had a ball and then we were asleep by 9 30 because we were just exhausted so that was cool and then this week all i've really played is uh fallen jedi or fallen order i love that i love it i've been been having a ball with it it's been a a much needed escape um from destiny for me for just playing a different game and i'm definitely going to try 100% it uh i just finished um the part where you you go to kashik for the second time so i just finished that part okay. up so people who are playing it if you've been there you know exactly what i'm talking about uh as far as 100% thing i'm 98% done with kashik uh so i've missed i think like one chest uh, up in the, like, the, the giant tree or whatnot, so I gotta go mm-hmm. back up there and grab that, probably before I leave Kashyyyk, just cause I'm like, if I can 100% this and not have to go back,
0: gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, pro tip for 100%ing, I don't know if you've been collecting the seeds for yeah. the terrarium. Mm-hmm. You wanna make sure you have them all before you finish the story, cause otherwise mm-hmm. that'll probably be the last trophy you get, cause the terrarium has to be fully grown to get the last achievement.
1: Yeah, I've been collecting all the seeds and everything, so I already have the seed from Kashyyyk. Uh, yeah, I just... I'm, I'm like, very meticulous about trying to find all the corners and looking at the map like, where's this? And as soon as I get an yeah. ability, I'm like, okay, I can go back here and do that.
0: I know, because the Terrarium will probably be the last trophy I get because I, co- I couldn't find one until after I beat the story.
1: Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. going to do everything on this planet before I go... So, yeah, every time I open an ability, I'm like, okay, where where, where can I go with this now? Let's bring up the map and see what turns green.
0: Can we talk about the fact that you're a Jedi, but you're doing a bunch of, like, not Jedi things? Hey, you know, the Jedi are supposed to, like, not be about violence and aggression and yada yada yada, and hey, here's you! Uh, provided you're far enough in the game, with the ability to slow down enemy blaster fire, pull the enemy to you, and just drop them in front of their own blaster fire, because that's a Jedi thing to do. I mean, yes, the Jedi are
1: definitely supposed to be nonviolent and not aggressive, but I think when push comes to shove, and you're the only Jedi left, or you're trying to rebuild the Order, you, you gotta use. You can't just you can't just walk through and you know not kill anybody. It's it's gonna happen. Oh. Oh, I know. Also, it wouldn't,
0: wouldn't make for a very fun game to actually follow, like, what, what like, Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Yoda talk about. But, like, I'm just laughing, right? Because it's like, hey, yada, 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 don't use the dark side of the Force. How is this not the dark side of the Force?
2: <laughs> also, Mace Windu kind of wasn't that type of peaceful-looking guy when he was a Jedi. Yeah.
0: I mean, Mace Windu, like... Our world was standing. Mace Wind- Windu still haven't watched prequels, working on it probably this week. Um, or don't. And, or sorry, or don't. probably next week when I have less shifts. Please give me more shifts. Um, <laughs> I'll probably watch them then. But all I know about Mace Windu, aside from the fact that, like, in our universe, he's played by, like, you know, the real life universe, he's played by Samuel Jackson. So I was not expecting him to be a regular Jedi, anyways cuz Samuel Jackson is the kind of person who just don't care. <laughs> yeah.
2: His his character in the series is a lot more aggressive than the other Jedi's. I'll just say that. He's not like Samuel Jackson yelling type aggressive, but he's the one who was like, "Hey, this needs to be done. I'm going to stop it and put a stop to it straight up and down." Like and he's also what yeah. he in the Star Wars universe, he's one of the more powerful Jedi's. Like he can fight.
1: Yeah, if you ever watch the Clone Wars, um or the actual Clone Wars that uh, they were that were aired on Cartoon Network, there were like little shorts. There was like a like yeah. five minute episodes of one season. The next season, there were ten minute episodes. You get a lot more of Mace Windu, doing like, yeah, he's he's like way more of a warlike Jedi. Like he's going out and he's handling business. And not all the Jedi are like an Obi Wan or a Yoda, where they're more of the communicator type. They're more of the the uh, ambassador. Jedi well, they yeah, yeah, they're ambassadors basically. So they're yeah. not the kind that are going out and waging war. But you do have Jedi that are soldiers that are much more aggressive that go out and do that. So yeah, there's a lot more to it than just trying to be peaceful and whatnot, not leaving into the drop side. Because you gotta have people who actually you know are your warriors. So they have different. Types of Jedi for that kind of stuff.
2: So. Yeah, the base with dudes, the Ahsoka Tantos, mm-hmm. people like that who are kind of like a little bit more aggressive when it comes to to right rogues. Well, they're good guys, but they will slice your head off if they have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Hey, Delvin, where yeah. are you at in Jedi Fallen? Off still
2: way early, way early. <laughs> Jedi Fallen, maybe an uh, hour hey, in. Hey,
0: hey you. Uh, wow. Okay, you need to leave so, your you, weeb you, nonsense you behind.
2: No, I have the podcast, you know.
0: <laughs> I
1: well,
2: he has
0: like 37,000 37 podcasts. 37 podcasts. <laughs> I know. I know. I just wanted to throw the weep nonsense comment in there.
2: <laughs> Trust me. I want to play Jedi Fallen i I'm probably going to play after I finish this podcast. I'm just yeah. super busy. and Like, my son wanted to go see um 21 Bridges, so that's what we did.
0: Hey, I mean, Gabe, if you're listening, I love you. I love you, man. But, like, no, the weep nonsense. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man sometimes you gotta just you know play some uh shimmyu that's what you gotta do so enjoy. yeah you
0: gotta play the game about being an 18 year old and like talking to a 6 year old and being invited to our house cause that's not weird thanks Japan
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh moving right along um so we had a question from Donnie this is uh way more Playstation related so yay he asks, do you think Herman Holtz can be PlayStation's Phil Spencer? As in, you know, the face of the brand that endears and excites the customer base? Do you think that kind of promotion is even important? He personally felt like that kind of effect was lacking throughout the Sean laden years. Um, I'm going to let you guys tackle this first. So, uh, Haley, wh- what do you think? Do you think Herman Higher Holtz Greg can be Maller, that guy? I-
0: Hire Greg Miller to be your guy, that's all I gotta say, because he does the job better than the anybody in-house anyways. Like, he's he's always going on about, like, their trophy system, the way that some people on stage at Xbox events talk about achievements and stuff like that. Uh, he's always, like, you know, advertising for them, and he's not getting paid a dime for it unless, like, he's, you know, like whenever he does an ad for anybody he's always mentioning like hey this is an ad but like he's not he's not out there like being paid behind the table to advertise it he's just a genuine guy who loves playstation and he's literally out there doing free advertising for them whenever he's talking about this stuff now granted there are people who don't like greg miller like i know he could be a polarizing voice because he's loud and you know (laughs) jokey and like I don't know if anybody's listened to him in a while, but he just goes... He's on this bit about Watto from Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah, um, he's always... <laughs> no, he literally showed up in their Star Wars in review in a full-on Watto costume.
1: I'm not like, surprised by that at all.
0: <laughs> but, like, that's the point, right? Like, he he's, he, he he's a fun guy, and he likes to go out there and just, like, do his thing, right? And I... I I mean, granted, if they hired him, he probably wouldn't be able to work for Kind of Funny anymore, so I'd be a little sad, but, like, you know, he he's that guy, you know? Like, he's the PlayStation guy, the biggest one I could think of in the industry, uh, aside from, like, Geo, right? But he just left PlayStation itself, so, yeah. like i don't know yeah he's an
1: influencer yeah absolutely but like you have to have somebody in In the place in in house that also kind of embodies that and that's that's what donnie's getting at like phil spencer is really good at you know just big upping the brand and representing xbox that way and always trying to make sure that his message is out there about what they're doing and how they're trying to push xbox forward and there's nobody really doing that on the PlayStation side. I don't think there's ever really been anybody doing that. You had with yeah. Beyond um, where they would Hi, always the kind of, you know. Her appearance. Hey, they had with Beyond where Greg, was, Greg and Colin were always bringing on Shu and trying to put Shu into that kind of like forefront where people knew who Shuhei yeah. was. Because, you know, the rest of PlayStation heads, they weren't really, there was no face. Like, you knew who some of the people were. But there was no like face where you could be like, this is the guy, you know. Where Xbox they have they have Phil, um, not Phil. (laughs) They they have um like uh, Major Nelson. Like they've got all these different people who can represent the brand really well. And PlayStation just has never kind of they've never really had that. So you know, with Herman Holtz being who he is, like, do we think that you know there's a possibility of him? being more of the the, the Spencer-type guy who's out there being the face and promoting the brand, somebody who you know is always going to be about representing Xbox or representing PlayStation, pushing the brand forward, and also you know taking it on the chin when things don't go right to be able to say, yeah, we kind of messed up, and this is what we're doing. What, what do you think, of? Do you think he can be that guy? Do you think
2: it's even necessary? I don't think at this point it's necessary. I think a couple years ago, PlayStation being a pivot. And it was a simple yet effective pivot that worked for them in terms of, like, with that E3, where they just had no one on stage and they just showed you games after games after games after games after games. After games. that's kind of been that kind of thing right now. We're not going to have anybody talk on the stage and tell you how great PlayStation is. We're going to just show you the games and let you decide for yourself and kind of sensory overload you with, with what they have. And yeah. so far, it's been working. And the thing about it is it kind of leaves us a thread of mystery in terms of we don't know really what they're doing Mm -hmm. so everything we're hearing is kind of like from hearsay or this or maybe like a Wired article or something like that but you don't really know what they're doing or how they're gonna go about things that's kind of the biggest mystery about Playstation right now we don't really know anything about Playstation except what they tell us and it's very light and it's not much in terms but Microsoft has kind of been open and kind of been friend friendly like hey this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna go about this thing they're opening up and it's it's going to be really interesting with both companies taking two very different ways to talk to their audience. How it's going to kind of transpire, how it's going to work out. I think it would be cool to see PlayStation have somebody come out and talk to you and tell you like, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what you have to look forward to in the future. I thought that was what the whole PlayStation uh, little shows they were going to be doing, showcases were going to mm-hmm. have, but they're kind of doing the same thing. We're like, hey, we're going to show you a bunch of games that's coming out.
1: Yeah. Doesn't so it's like really going to be interesting.
2: Head. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting when the PS5 come out and the Xbox One comes out. Xbox, whatever it's going to be called. 1X2 or whatever it's going to be called. How are they going to handle this? Because I think when that PS5 comes out, you're going to have to have somebody talking up. You uh, can't just show the box. It's just like, I, uh,
0: I don't know that it's necessary. They didn't have anybody really talking up the PlayStation 4. Even, you know, even like internally... Probably there were people, like, they had on that, but they weren't doing it well, because really the only people I saw, aside from, like, you know, the first couple weeks there after the announcement, was, like, news outlets, like, GameSpot annoys me so much, they'll post the same link, like, five times in a week, but, like, that's, that's what they do, right? Like, they, they just regurgitate the news, but other than that, I don't really recall any talking heads, like, trying to talk PlayStation up, oh, except they, for they out definitely
2: They kind of did. I think it it, it happened because Microsoft dropped the ball so bad. Like, I remember specifically, like, the whole thing with, oh, how do you share games on Mm -hmm. PS4? Here you go. You just shared your game. To
0: be fair, (coughs) that was made after Don Matrick went, yeah, we have a console for people. It's called the Xbox 360. And that was when Don Matrick went and lived in a hole. And I don't think anybody's heard from Don Matrick since. And you know what? I feel bad for the guy, but you made a really dumb comment in regards to your console, which is a competitive console to the PlayStation, and you're going to tell people who don't have the greatest internet, yeah, we have a console for you. It's called the Xbox 360. Ouch, man. Like, what are you doing? That is... That had to have been one of the biggest, like, hurdles the Xbox One faced. Not even, like, it's botched launch or anything like that, but, like...
2: Yeah, that you know. In yeah, so fact, the literally me came me. out into, like,
1: me. what I'm thinking about. Like, the reason why Phil Spencer is the way he is, and the reason why Xbox has to have somebody basically always talking to the people to make sure that the brand is, is like, not falling behind her. He's been, I feel like he's been constantly riding the ship since the Xbox One's launch. And... I think now that is more of what they need. They constantly have to have somebody out there making sure that they're getting the information out there, letting people know what's going because of how bad that launch was. Um, so you have somebody who's excited about the brand, who's making sure that everyone else is excited about the brand, making sure that they know exactly the direction that Xbox is going because of how botched that launch was. Or on the flip side, PlayStation didn't need any of that and i don't think if if you're a playstation fan or fanboy you're not really you may not be looking for that type of thing to really get you excited i think that right now if you're on the playstation side of things you've always been excited about the playstation brand you've been excited about the their exclusives because they've always had so many you're you're excited about the tech especially Because of how well the tech was received and how well it did with the PS4 era. You've got Mark Cerny who every now and again comes out of his hole and starts going off about, you know, the tech and how good it is and this and that and what it can do. So I think as a PlayStation fan, you're already excited about playstation like you're excited about the tech because you know it's going to be powerful now you're excited about the games because you know there's this just ridiculous line of exclusives that are going to be coming to the system so you don't really need somebody who's out there who's talking up the brand who's trying to get you excited because playstation and its line of exclusives kind of already do that Where on the Xbox side of things, you didn't have the exclusives. They had to buy a bunch of studios. So you now you've got somebody always talking about, hey, we've got these studios. We've got these games coming out. We're making these acquisitions because of how bad that Xbox One launch was. You have to pivot and bring people back to be excited about Xbox. Because you lost so many between the 360 to Xbox One transition. So... I understand that that was probably lacking Donnie um, from from PlayStation, but I just don't think that it was ever necessary. And unless they drop the ball at the PS5 launch, I don't think you're going to see that going forward because it's just not something that PlayStation has ever had to do. And I don't know if they'll have to do it for PS5, because for me, when I look at PlayStation, I'm not looking for any person per se, anybody from the PlayStation team to excite me about playstation i'm already excited because of the the franchises that i know are going to be on the system i'm excited to see what new is going to be coming i'm already excited about playstation in itself um where xbox kind of lost some of that so i don't think it's necessary i don't think we're going to see anything like that i don't know enough about herman holtz to know if he's going to be that guy, or if he has that kind of personality, that'll actually pull people in. I really have absolutely no idea, and I really don't know if it's necessary. So, we'll see what happens when we actually get closer to launch, and we start getting more stuff, but, that's I honestly that's don't That's what's think exciting, we'll see though.
0: It. Yeah. Like, because, like, this was such an unprecedented move right at the end of a generation, so like, I don't know, is he gonna be that? I don't, again, like, I don't think we need it, like, Again, and this isn't a detriment to Xbox, Phil's only out there the way he is. Like, yeah, he he's always loved Xbox for the time he's been with the company. But he's only out there, like, reassuring fans and all that because of the comments that were made and the way the Xbox One launched. I think it would be the complete opposite way if PlayStation had dropped the ball and the Xbox One were the leading, like, console this generation, maybe. But I don't... I don't know. And to go off the point of, like, hey, so many people left, let me put it to you this way. I watch a lot of people on YouTube, because I apparently have nothing else better to do with my time. Um, but one of the guys I watch, uh, Angry Joe, used to be the biggest Xbox guy I know. Aside from, like, you know, industry, like, reviewers and whatnot. Like, Ryan McCaffrey's great for that kind of stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. Angry Joe used to, be, used to do all of his reviews on on the Xbox, like, he's this, he's a guy who, if you've never watched him, he puts a lot of, like, personal time into his reviews, like, he's not just sitting there, like, explaining the game to you with, like, footage or whatnot, like, at the start and end of his reviews, he'll have, like, this little skit to, like, demonstrate, like, his uh, enjoyment of the game, he's got his own cast of characters, like, he just posted his Outer Worlds review last night, and in it, he's literally murdering his own, like, uh, corporate commando character from, like, his reviews as, like, a gag, and it's, it's like, he puts so much time and effort into his reviews, but Last Generation, I remember all of his reviews had the, like, Xbox 360, uh, title up there, and now it's either PC or PS4 for him, and it's like, your biggest defender from Last Generation literally left you guys in the middle of his like career Mm -hmm. and is now nervous about the fact that they picked up obsidian and stuff like that and it's like that's stuff you've got to come back from because if your biggest defenders are leaving you and they're like publicly like giving you um like giving you free advertising and then all of a sudden they switch consoles and they're not doing that anymore that's not great
1: yeah so we'll see what happens come launch we'll see if herman is that guy if we even if playstation even needs that guy i i don't really see a whole lot of change from playstation in that area but uh, who knows we'll see i don't follow I don't, I don't follow herman enough to know if he is that kind of guy on twitter like if he was doing that with horizon um but only time will tell so there you go donny we don't know maybe so let's get into some news uh, it was a very light light news week mainly because I feel like everything was just Black Friday this and Black Friday that um, but there was a couple of things so we had that that, that, that PlayStation commercial that uh, recently launched uh, that had like all the different mascots and they kind of went through a couple of the different games and just kind of got you excited about PlayStation and In that video, or in that commercial, the the time-to-play commercial, there were a couple of things, a couple of Easter eggs that people kind of found and kind of think that maybe it's leading to a new Crash Bandicoot game. I guess at, at one point, there is a mask that can be seen during the Crash Team Racing segment, and there's always been masks, different masks in Crash Bandicoot, but this is one that nobody's ever seen before. So, seems like maybe there's a little nod there. And then also, there's another point on the bus on the 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 play play campaign time to play campaign bus where that drops out like the little fortnight bus um that showed a new crash model that wasn't from any other existing game so of course the internet's all over it and thinks hey maybe this is leading to a new crash team racing game or maybe just a new crash bandicoot game in general and i have seen little murmurs here and there about there being a crash game so what do you guys think? Do you think there, there may be a new Crash game on the horizon? Do we think it'll be something that'll be for PS5? Are we even excited, or do we even care about Crash?
0: Alright, let, 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 let me put it out there. If there's a new Crash game, I'll buy it. But all I've got to say, if we're going with this little information, then you've got to assume, based on that It's Time to Play trailer, that you're not playing as Kratos in the next God of War. You're playing as the guy Kratos just gave his axe to. Because this is the biggest, like, non-story... Uh, like, aside from the fact that I have heard stuff from other people as well, like, people who are like, Oh yeah, this is common." kind of like that, uh, on Friday, people are like, Resident Evil 3 remake for 2020? Cause... Alright, I doubt it, considering remake took, what, four years to make? And it was, like, completely done from the ground up? I don't want some remake that's, like, half, half-baked. Give me a remake of 3 like to, and we're in business, I'll buy it. But if it's like the old Resident Evil 1 remake, where, like, it's still tank controls and the camera's, like, wonky as heck, no thanks. But this Crash thing, like, the way people go about rumors on the internet, like, oh no, this trailer for Batman Day has flashing symbols in it. Mm -hmm. And then WB uh, Montreal tweets out a cryptic, like, be the night uh, thing, and then go silent for three months. Where is my new Batman game? Where is it? You can't hide it. You can't hide it. I got you, Barrett. I'm helping you. Uh, you can't hide it. I, I need it. It's probably a Game Awards reveal, but, like, like, this is the thing where people get hyped up about things. Like, like, alright, all it's cool. Everyone loves to get hyped, but this kind of, like, hey, ooh, is there a new Crash game coming based on this? It's like the other week when everybody freaked out because it's like, oh, EA abandoned the skate patent and EA had to come out and go, no, we accidentally filed twice and let one of them lapse so we don't have the trademark twice. Because I'm pretty sure that's not a thing you can do. I don't know how trademark law works, but EA literally had to come out and go, yeah, no, we haven't abandoned this trademark because all I have to say is there better be a new skate game next generation uh hi I I love skate actually I saw someone on Twitter last night saying there might be an Activision skating game that might get remastered which is like where's this coming from like I've, I've never seen any rumors about this last I heard Tony Hawk didn't even like the Activision Tony Hawk's games so who knows, but like, this little information about Crash, like, Oh, a mask appears. It might just be a nod, but you know, if that's the way they're gonna tease their game, that's cool. But like, you could also say, oh, are we playing as some new, like, white dude from like, I'm mean, gonna guess this tr- this trailer was filmed in Hollywood, so... I don't know, are we playing some random white guy from California the next God of War? Cause Kratos just flat out handed him his axe while he was shaving his beard, like... I don't know. It's just the way- the way that marketing for this stuff is done now is, like, so crazy you can't even predict it. Like, Elon Musk revealed his Cybertruck this week and decided on stage he was gonna ask someone to throw a metal ball at the window, on stage, and someone Mm -hmm. did, and broke the window on his Cybertruck. It cracked,
1: but it did not shatter. I think that was what he was going for with that, trying yeah. to show you how
2: strong the windows are.
0: He kind of looked shocked that someone threw a metal ball. Though
2: I will say this, I like how the truck looks. I know people don't like how it looks. I know it's not a popular ooh, thing. That, it, looks like a it looks like a bad take. It looks like something. It looks like something from the future. It looks yeah, like something that I we like see in lo- movies like um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's why I like it.
1: It looks like the Back it, to the Future DeLorean
2: in truck form. Yeah.
0: Mm, yeah. I okay.
2: like the fact that we're finally starting to get stuff that looks like the stuff we always say. Oh, that looks cool.
0: <laughs> it, it looks like someone took a high polygon render and just didn't let it render and pulled it right yeah. out of like of like AutoCAD and was like, here you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So what what do you think about this this crash stuff, Delvin? Do you even like even care about these
2: little Easter eggs and things that people drop and see? <laughs> I like I like people. Doing the conspiracy theory things and all that stuff, but it doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna get a, if we're gonna get a crash game, we're gonna get a crash game. I think it, I think people read too much into these things. And like, um, perfect example is now they're coming out with rumors about um, of uh, the rise of Skywalker, and people are flipping out. <laughs> like just just let the movie come out and let's find out what's going to happen. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes you just gotta let things happen. It's yeah. cool to see these Easter eggs. It's cool to see people try to just figure out what's going on let me go through every every little screen of this and see what they're talking about but sometimes it's just things happen just be happened yeah the guy the white guy kratos gave the axe to no he's not going to be the next god of war game it's just a commercial yeah
1: that was him (laughs) giving you the axe basically but i don't yeah this this stuff like the crash stuff i think is a little more easter eggish I do think that that that, that probably is a nod to something and they put that stuff in there for the eagle eye people who actually spot this stuff and break down the trailers like clearly that model and that mask is not in the game currently. So it could be, you know, just a little hint to say we're working that stuff for the people who actually pay enough attention to see that. Um, Do I think we'll hear anything more about it anytime soon? Probably not. But. If and when there is a new crash racing game or a new crash game at all, more than likely whatever model that was that was shown in this this mask will probably be in it. So, I I do like this little stuff. I do think that it is going to lead to something, um, but probably not anytime soon.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's the same thing with this. Like I said, like the news on Friday that, ooh... Resident Evil 3 Remake, like, alright, I still think it's too soon, unless they've been working on this long before they were working on Remake 2. I think more
1: than likely they are working on them in tandem.
0: Yeah, maybe, I don't know, if it comes out next year I'll be stoked and it's like Resident Evil 2, because I never got to play Resident Evil 3, so, very, very stoked. Speaking of, when I'm finished uh, 100%ing Jedi Fallen Order, I might go back to Resident Evil 2. I only have two trophies. I need to beat the game on Hardcore's Leon, and I need to beat Fourth Survivor, and then I have the Platinum, so...
1: Nice. Nice. I was never big yeah. into the R.E. R- R- game, so I'm going to let y'all have that. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving along. Um, black Friday deals. So, we, we, we mentioned a lot of black, about Black Friday. Um, PlayStation announced their Cyber Monday deals and Black Friday deals back on the 18th, which I think was, what, last Tuesday? And all the I believe everything has gone live today. Um, so we've got a couple of bundles. I remember Trophy was asking about the bundles and how low it would go. There's that one ninety nine PS4 bundle with The Last of Us, God of War, Horizon. Then the PS4 Pro actually did go on sale like I thought it would, so it's down to two ninety nine. Um, which I think is a great price for that. In Canada, unfortunately, it's three ninety nine, sorry, Haley.
0: I already have a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One S. I don't think I need another. No, you don't. Um uh but like all I gotta say dev, uh if you haven't played Days Gone yet, please do. It's very good.
1: That's the only game for me that I'm actually even interested in from all of the stuff that's on sale. But uh a lot of stuff has gone on sale. Um, do you guys think these are these are good deals? Do you think that this is gonna really ramp up like PlayStation in the holidays? Like, you think we're gonna see more people buying systems, buying a lot of games? Do you guys already have pretty much everything that's on these lists that, that has gone on sale?
0: I didn't even look because I'm so broke. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, yeah, there's that. You know, I've also like I don't have cable, so if I want to watch Crisis, I have to buy on YouTube. The, uh, the seasons of all the DC TV shows, because I don't like the pirate, because I like to watch them on my TV. Nothing wrong with people who choose to pirate. Please, like, do it through, like, means that aren't hurting people. Um, <laughs> not to be, like, a bootlicker, as the millennials are calling it now, but, like, please don't do it in means that hurt people, because then people lose their jobs, and that's not cool. Uh... But, yeah, no, like, Crisis on Infinite Earths is coming up in three weeks, so I have to buy. I only need to buy Batwoman right now because The Flash is on Netflix here and updates week to week. But, you know, very excited. They released the first photo of, you know, uh, Tom Walling in Crisis. So, very excited. Uh, And I didn't look at deals because I know I'm broke and Uh, probably won't be able to buy anything.
2: (laughs) I have a silly question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Canada doesn't have the CW app?
0: Uh, No. I can't even watch, like, the day after on the CW. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's the same thing if I try to sign up for Hulu. It's like, hey, this isn't available in your region.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My God.
0: Hey, hey, let me put it to you this way. I can't even watch the new Nancy Drew show, which is very good. And I got, like, a free, free trial of, like, Stack TV. Because after the debacle with the microphone taking forever to show up, I kind of went and got Amazon Prime, and, like, the video app had, like, hey, you can do this. And you look through it, and it's like, here's a 30-day free trial of this, and you can watch, like, Nancy Drew. So I started it, and then I saw the fine print that, like, hey, this is a $12.99 a month extra to your Prime subscription, and I was like, all right, well, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> so... So now I can't watch uh Nancy Drew and it's very good and I wanna watch it, but I don't I don't know I don't have a way to do that because I can't watch it on the CW app or on the CW website, so Interesting. Fun times.
1: So what about you, Devin? Black Friday, anything caught your eye, anything in the PlayStation, what they've put up, any of that exciting for you?
2: Not in particular, but you know, I always go look around to see the deals and stuff, and find yeah. some gifts for people for Christmas and stuff like that for super cheap, so that's what I always use it for. Cool. Yeah. Also, I use it for um, another pro tip that um a lot of times DVDs and Blu-rays are super cheap. Like stuff that's brand new. Like I last year, I bought the last season of Arrow for like five bucks. Wow. Did you it buy it on season. DVD it on
0: or did you buy it on Blu-ray?
2: Blu-ray. Mm, and I'm, I bought the Godfather series hey, for ten dollars.
0: Hey, okay. So so obviously the listeners won't be able to see this. You know what I'm very sad about? Hi, I'm now putting a Blu-ray copy in front of the camera for Dev and Delvin to see. You know what's missing from the top of this box? Do you? Digital code. Do you know what's missing? Thank you, you mentioned it. Good. I'm very angry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why they stopped doing it, but if I'm buying a Blu-ray in this day and age, give me a digital code, please. It makes things so easy, because yeah. if I'm buying a Blu-ray, odds are my mother wants to watch it too. And if my mom wants to watch it, we both can't watch it at the same time unless I'm buying a second copy digitally and what's the point of that
1: <laughs> yeah I only buy Blu-ray if they have the digital code as well I'm not buying just a straight Blu-ray without the digital disc cause That's... I don't even want to put the disc in the drive I've become that lazy
0: uh, you know what so have kind of, I I say what's the point of that even though I've already bought digital codes of thing digital copies of things I already own because hi I'm not smart Um, like, I own all of Teen Wolf digitally on the PlayStation Store, uh, like, video app here in Canada. But, uh, I'm on this kick lately where I want to watch everything with subtitles, because, like, you know, I like subtitles. Um, but, uh, the PlayStation Store video app in Canada does not have subtitles. So I'm just rebuying everything on Google Play Video, where you can watch them on YouTube with subtitles
1: interesting all right so our last little news story um
0: give it to me injected into my veins there was uh
1: last of last of us two had some concept art come out there was an artist who uh got i guess commissioned to do some stuff and it's a bunch of ellie um and there's four different art pieces that depict like basically like her journey Um, and they look really, really cool. Joel actually happens to be in one of them and also like her pet dog. Um, but I think it's just a little something else to like get the blood flowing, getting ready for, for last of us too. And these, these pictures are awesome. Like they are some really, really awesome concept art. Um, please don't kill the dog.
0: (laughs) Please don't kill the dog. Please don't kill the dog. That's all I have to say is please don't kill the dog.
1: We'll see. I mean, if, I, if a dog comes after me, I'm killing it, you know? No, I no, will kill I, her dog, but, you know. No, I mean,
0: please don't kill her dog. I don't care about the dogs attacking you. Please don't kill her dog. Please. So what
1: you're saying is not all dog lives matter, just hers?
0: Alright, <laughs> way to bring that in here. Uh...
1: But, um, have you guys seen this concept art
0: at all? I have. It it looks very nice, and, uh, when we're done recording, one of them is going to become my computer wallpaper. Yeah, these are awesome. But, but, like, you know, uh, please don't kill the dog. I can't. Please don't kill the dog. (laughs) Hi, Um, I'm not even a dog person. Please don't kill the dog
1: i re- be very, very happy to hear he not wanted the dog to die because he also loves the doggos.
2: Uh, hey, sometimes a dog got to go so John Wick can do his thing.
0: Okay. John, there Wick, is that. John Wick is great. I don't think Ellie needs to become a John Wick-like figure, even though she's pretty much already I was there. I say,
1: isn't she kind of going that route?
0: Yeah, she yeah. is. She is going that route, but I'm like... I don't think, I don't think her dog dying is the reason she goes John Wick on everybody. Hey.
2: I like if how her that's... dog dying gets her in a suit and start murdering fools, I'm all for hey, it. Hey,
0: you know what? I would 100% take, like, uh, an outfit of Ellie in a suit. Which, you know, knowing Naughty Dog, they'll throw outfits in there for any reason. Uh, I mean, look, look at The Last of Us... One, they had a bunch of, like, extra skins and stuff, and all that stuff was cool. Like, hey, you can give Ellie an Angel Knives outfit, like, which is a character you don't even see until a DLC, so, like, (laughs) like, you know, Naughty Dog does that, so, hey, if they want to give us a John Wick-like skin of Ellie in a suit, I'll take it, I'll murder That would be actually
1: rather cool. To so uh, have her I'll, running around in the suit murdering folks. I would be yeah, all about that.
0: I would I would one hundred percent be down for that. It would make cosplaying her a lot easier. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there you go. All right, so I up. don't need nobody for that Sony, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't Delvin, don't pay him for that. Just take the idea. Just take the idea. <laughs> So that about does it for our news this week because there just wasn't a whole lot. So the only stuff that I wanted to discuss uh, as our discussion of the week was going to be like Fallen Order, maybe some Black Friday plans. I see Delvin, you haven't even played anymore Fallen Fall Order, so you're just like not even part of this.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I loved where the story Fallen Order went. It was yeah. It was very good. Um, obviously I'm not going to spoil it here because that would not be a good way to, you know, keep listeners of this show if we're just going to spoil new video games a week out. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, again, like Fallen Order was my first foray into Star Wars. Like, because of Fallen Order, I finally watched the original trilogy, you know. So That's like, the
1: only one you should watch. Don't even worry about the prequels. Just, you know, read the cliff notes.
0: <sighs> Alright, I mean, I kinda wanna watch them anyways, but... Uh... You know, I wanna watch Rebels and I wanna watch Clone Wars and all that. You know, I'll get there. But... I don't know, like, it's it's very good, I like the way it was done. the level design is great. All I have to say, though, is... I swear... That ninth sister fight... mm Hmm. I am not usually a person to turn difficulty down, but I turned difficulty down for that foot. That fight n- was nonsense.
1: The ninth sister fight.
0: Yes. Really?
1: Eh. Yes. It only took me two tries. Uh, I I'm, I'm on mm, Jedi Master. That was it was it was. Mm, yeah, I
0: don't know. Mm. I turned <laughs> it from Jedi Knight to baby ass baby mode. Let me put it wow. that way. Like you put it in sh-
2: Donnie mode. Oof.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now we know who's the expert gamer here and who's not.
0: Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, so first of all, you still haven't unprivated your trophies, sir. And second of I don't all, do think about that stuff? Second of all, don't you ever come over here going, "Who's the pro gamer? I will smoke you."
2: <laughs> Damn, say, she hey, said. You try. I don't say, know what's going one. One. on.
1: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm on Jedi I'm on Jedi Master and uh, that fight took me two tries it wasn't it, to me it wasn't that difficult I mean most of her moves and stuff were you saw him coming you could slow her down you could force push move out the way like, I don't know it, do- it wasn't that difficult for it me.
0: wasn't it wasn't her moves that maybe turned the difficulty down it was the fact that when she throws her lightsaber in like the, the double ended lightsaber in mm-hmm. like the circular motion mm-hmm. no matter what I did no matter what I dodged or did it seemed like that thing always hit me I really? would dodge out of the way oh. and it would still take health off of me oh. so I turned the difficulty down just to get past it and then I never had a problem like that again throughout the game like i didn't have to turn the difficulty down or anything um i will say though uh again for those who maybe decide to pick it up i don't know if it's on sale this week or not i didn't it's not um but even if it's even though it's not on sale if somebody decides to pick it up this week if you get the game go to dathomir the first chance you get you won't be ready go there you'll know what we're talking about grab it it helps you so much throughout the game
1: you know what's funny about that? I find that I don't use that unless I'm in crowds. If I'm not, I use just the regular one. That's it's a what lot it's easier. for.
0: It's not meant to use on its own because you lose agility when yeah, you're like using that it. knife, knife meant- sister fight? Yeah.
1: Single. Only, uh, well, only, to, only single. to be
0: fair, I went single <laughs> until she went double, and then it's better to have the double because you can block her uh, attack attacks more than once because she attacks in such quick succession.
1: I just roll out the way. I do a lot of rolling. I just roll out. of so so do you do
0: the Dark Souls fat roll or just like the just a roll?
1: Just just you know, dodge out the way. Let her attack. Swing at her. Call it a day.
0: I will Slow say. Down. I will say very nice for the trophies. By the way, uh, one of the abilities you can get on the skill tree is called Precision Evade. I guess even without the ability, some of your uh, evades count because. I thought I was going to have to grind that out, and I did, like, three of them yesterday and got the trophy. So, nice. Yeah.
1: So, Delvin, play the game. Just play yes. the game. Yes, play up. the game.
0: <laughs> tell, one when, your po- when, tell one of your
1: podcasts to go on break for holiday and then play well, the game.
0: When you're not, you know, recording 30 <laughs> podcasts at once.
2: I'm trying, but they keep coming. <laughs> like, yo, give me a break now. Somebody wants you to be the interview. So, yeah.
1: So... The only other thing I was going to ask about, like, is like, you guys' Black Friday plans. Like, I know, Haley, you, you're broke, but my question is more of, like, how has Black Friday evolved? Like, back in the day, like, did you guys ever really go out Black Friday before? It was, like, every deal online. Did you guys wait in any lines? Did you guys go go shopping or looking for any particular deals? And now that you're in retail, how has that changed for you, Haley? Or have you always been in retail?
0: Uh, I, I've, I've been in retail since I started working, so we're going on, like, eight years now. Mm. Uh, but even still, Black Friday's only been like a big thing here for three years. Really? Yeah, we didn't really have it before. It used to just be another shopping day for us. (laughs) We'd have a couple deals for the week, but it wasn't like Black Friday, like the Black Friday event um at least as far as i can remember what are my plans well i'm currently not scheduled at work so i guess it's sitting by the phone waiting for the call like hey can you come into work because people are probably gonna call in like they always do and i just have to say by the way this episode comes out on wednesday if you're one of the fools buying a walmart vest on ebay online to go walk into the store and think you're gonna get your stuff and get out quick you're crazy Because what's going to happen is they're going to see you wearing that nice Walmart vest and not a badge, and you're going to get a talking to. And if a customer sees you, they're going to stop you and ask you about 150 questions. And you're not getting through that store quick if you're wearing a Walmart vest. That's all I have to say, because I'm tired of seeing that post pop up on Reddit of like, just bought my Walmart vest off eBay for the Black Friday event, and I'm like, y'all are crazy, you're going to get treated like employees. Hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, I would never thought I would do that.
0: Uh, yep. That sounds dumb. It, it does. It's very dumb. Why are you buying a Walmart vest on eBay? You would get through the store much faster as a customer than you would as, like, an employee. Because I could not... Yesterday wasn't even a sale day, and I could not get through the store in less than five minutes.
1: Wow. So what about you, Delvin? Have you, uh... Like, how has Black Friday changed for you as you've gotten older and stuff? Have you ever been, like, the big, I'm going to go
2: out and camp out shopper? No, I'm not camping out of nowhere. I don't have to, anybody got time for that? <laughs> I'll, I'll sometimes go. Like, sometimes they have, like, a Thursday deal, so usually it's not that busy when they have them, because I don't think everybody knows about them. But I go to those sometimes. and Usually I go to Black Friday, like, after I get off work. Mm-hmm. It is not as bad as it is. I get off work like five o'clock, so it's not as bad as it is. Like doing those whole rush hour periods, and there's still some great deals. But I'm not gonna kill myself fighting over a dongle TV set. Like they can keep that. Like there's plenty of t- opportunities to get those exact same discounts at other times. Like you know, everybody always highlights Black Friday for these great deals, but they have a lot of deals. Like like Cyber Monday mm-hmm. is a big thing. They have some of the, a lot of the same deals. Then also they have like the um, deal with um. What, t- during tax season, with TV sets are really cheap. And that's mm-hmm. usually when I buy my new TV set around those times when you get TVs for really cheap. So I, I never, I like Black Friday, but I'm not going to get in a fight over Black Friday at all. That's not right. my thing.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know Black Friday was a thing until I started working retail, quite honestly. Like once I found out that it was a thing, it was when I started working. And so I never got to partake in it because you got to work Black Friday. Um, yeah. There was one year where I actually got Black Friday off. It was a year where Best Buy was worried about going under and amazon killing us so a lot of the full-timers we actually actually think about a lot of the supervisors we didn't have to work on black friday because they didn't want to pay us the uh ridiculous amounts of money we were going to make that day um so we actually got to go out and do some shopping and we actually got a tv and everything like that but i've never been big into it just because i don't have the patience to deal with this kind of stuff so that's why i'm glad a lot of it's online now and that it actually starts today and it makes me think like you know with black friday starting earlier and earlier and earlier the fact that the vast majority of the black friday deals are available now except for like some of the door busters it's like i wonder if we're gonna ever get to the point where it's just not that big a deal or you can just get this get the deals now instead of this whole invade invasion of your holiday like That was always a big thing to me, like, man, I want to just spend time with my family. I don't want to have to be worried about going out to stores or rushing out. Or if I have a friend or a family member who works in retail, they got to leave Thanksgiving dinner to go prepare for work. So I'm just wondering if we're ever going to get to the point where Black Friday just, you know, it's not that big a deal. We're just going to give you the sales earlier so you don't have to worry about rushing into the store. We don't see any more of those Walmart videos where, you know, people are getting trampled and killed.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) yikes. So, buy your stuff online. Stay at home.
1: That's how I feel. Definitely. Just get it online. Have Amazon delivered in a day. Best Buy has like next day delivery. So does Target now. So hopefully, eventually, we can get past all this ridiculous hey, consumerism.
0: You know what? Stuff here, early. here at, at our stores, here you can have them ordered to your home. You can have your you can order your groceries online and come to the store to pick them up. So I mean. You can also, I don't know, order your stuff online and have it delivered to the store, and then it just comes off the GM truck, which then I have to unload. Please don't do that. That's the biggest pain in my neck. Somebody ordered a dog <laughs> cage yesterday as a, as a, as an online order, so it came off the truck, and here I am, grabbing it off the line and putting it on a cart. Hi, please don't order dog cages as online orders to the store. They're very annoying to deal with. Please have that delivered to your home. Hi, this has again become the Walmart podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my wife loves those, uh, the delivery, the grocery stuff where you can order it and have it picked up or, you know, you just go park and they bring it to your car. My wife, that, is, that's the, a game changer the, the, for that's her.
0: Wh- that's what we do. You don't, uh, you don't even have to come in the store because you pay yeah. for it when you, when you order them. So
1: yeah that has been a game changer for my wife she loves that because before it'd be like you gotta take the kids into the store and do all the shopping like that so she'll do her Target shopping and her Walmart shopping like online go park they bring it out game changer
0: I don't have a car so doing that doesn't make sense to me and also I'm not the one that does groceries my mom does that so yeah
1: I typically do the grocery shopping because I'm a lot faster at it than my wife but when she does it she'll do it that way where she doesn't have to actually go in so that'll about wrap it up for our news and discussion of the week. Um let's let's talk about the uh the drop this week. Uh games coming out. Um light week. Very light week. The only <laughs> I mean, I would say nothing. Most people probably would say nothing, but there is this game called Grease that I know Donnie is really excited about. Um I don't know That's much a game. about it. I've heard what about it, is. it, I've seen it. Uh, it's, I, you know, I can't even tell you what it is. It feels like it's probably like a walking sim or something, but I could be totally that, wrong.
0: That would be a very Donnie game. Not, and that's not dissing Donnie either. Like Donnie's great for the stuff. Cause like, if you yeah. want to know about it, Donnie's probably played it. Um,
1: Donnie or Kyle. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. looking game. Yeah. It looks the really way. nice. The, the art in it is really, really nice. Um, so that is. It's about the only thing that is probably worthy of talking about. I guess also Five Nights at Mm, Freddy's is finally coming to PlayStation. I know that has a
0: huge following. Burn it. Burn it. Set it ablaze. Burn (laughs) it. Just burn it. It's not a horror game. It's a jump scare game, and it's thus not good. So burn it. Set it in the trash can and set it ablaze.
1: You heard it here. Hot takes. Five Nights at Freddy's. Burn it. Throw it in the trash can.
0: My younger brother would probably get very bad at me if he heard me say that. Yeah, it's really weird. A lot
1: of the kids at my daughter's school, and they're, she's eight, and I this was like, one of the one of the kids had a birthday party that was themed around Five Dights at Freddy's, and I'm just like, you're seven. That's very <laughs> odd. Yeah. Very. I don't understand... Did did your do your parents know what this is? Because this seems like a very odd thing for a seven year old to have a birthday party Hey, hey,
0: we sell Five Nights at Freddy's action figures at work.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that is. I mean,
0: I say this as if we don't also sell like Fortnite action figures. Which, by the way, do not buy your children Fortnite action figures. For one of them, it's like forty dollars. For a pack of three, it's like 120. Please don't buy your children Fortnite action figures.
2: That's more than a damn
0: game. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. Um, Do they, they like, automate and do the floss dance for you? Like, do they do anything?
0: No, they're just regular action figures. Please don't spend $40 on one action figure.
1: Nope. Jeez. (laughs) If it were like a Disney costume, Carol would buy it. I
0: promise. Hey, hey. How many Funko Pops also does she own? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I see her last <laughs> night in the Discord going, "Hey, they need to make a, they need to make another pop of her final outfit from the new film." And I'm like, "You don't already have enough of them? You have all of them. <laughs> you want more?"
1: Yeah, I don't blame her. I have all my Destiny Pops, so I totally understand where she's coming from with those. I like them. They're they're fun collectibles. Okay, so uh, that just about does it for the show. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving with lots of food and fun and family so uh feel free to give us a holler out on the twitters at playstation xp come join us in our discord and talk with us shenanigans whatever is on your mind um send us questions uh we are here we're always here we're i'm i'm always in the discord i don't know about the rest of you guys you guys are at work i'm at work in the discord it's fun so uh come come chat with us and hang out um other people know where they can find you. What you're working on right now, Man of a Million podcast, Delvin.
2: Um, you can find me on on, on Twitter at devil underscore cox. You uh, know, also check out the podcast. I did a really interesting episode, the Devil Cox experience of um about suicide. Like um, I had, yeah. you know, actors. Very interesting, very deep discussion about it. I think people who. Were, find some good insight on it check it Delvin, out yeah, i love absolutely.
0: you i love you but i will not be listening to that episode that's a very like sore point for me i, I love you but no sorry
2: <laughs> i think you'd find some solace in it i think it's it's eye-opening i have to say that
0: no i i mean as someone who almost did i i can't i can't do anything with that if a show is even dealing with that i have to like turn it off or skip through it i can't i
2: can't yeah i get
1: that yeah the Delvin Cox experience is a great show for anybody who hasn't listened to it. It's it's tackling a lot of things that people really need to hear. Um, so if you've got some time, I definitely would say go listen to that podcast. It, is, it also, is definitely a great show. Might
0: be biased, but there is an episode of Delvin and I as well. I'm. Um, it's true. like I think it's like what three hundred episodes ago at this point, sir.
2: <laughs> Not that far ago. Uh, we should we should, pro- we should a-
0: probably do another one after crisis.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm down for that.
0: Just remember, that doesn't end until January, because there's a month-long break in the middle of the crossover this year.
2: That's weird.
1: Well, so this no. is why I, I dislike regular TV, because hey. they do those breaks. I can't stand that crap. I'm hey, so hey. used to just getting all my stuff at
0: once. Hey, hey, if you're on Disney+, Plus, you're not getting everything at once. I'm talking, I'm looking at you, Mandalorian. Um, yeah, that
1: does irritate me, but at least you get, like, two episodes a week.
0: No, you only got you only get one a week now. It's because the first week it came out, you got two because they launched on Tuesday, had one episode ready, then dropped them on Friday like they're going to drop. Um, but no, uh, the way the crossover works this year is you got Supergirl on the Sunday, you got Batwoman on the two tu- on the Monday, and the Flash on Tuesday. Then everything goes on hiatus because it's a, it's like a world-ending, a world-changing event. And then like in January, the first night they're back, like both shows. Of the final part of the crossover, just air one after the other, and that's when it's done. So,
1: okay. cool. And uh where, where can people find you, Haley? Also, you know, post your, you know, talk about your, your Twitch, man.
0: Uh, uh, well, I was going to. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Shepherd Zarel and pretty much everywhere else at Haley Zarel. This now includes twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel. Um, I can't really give everybody a set schedule, because, you know, retail, and I'm not full-time, so it's not like I could, like, have, hey, here's two days where I'm set off, right? Like, these are guaranteed. I can say, uh, Sundays are probably a very likely bet, and then it's just whenever I'm off, I'll be streaming. Uh, working on that path to affiliate, did not realize I was so close, so, you know, come on over there and support me, uh, if you feel so inclined, um... Again, I wish I could say that today I could promote everything for you, but, uh, we were recording this on a Sunday. I am probably streaming Jedi Fallen Order this afternoon, but, uh, you know, this comes out on Wednesday, so that doesn't help you all very much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All good, all good. Also,
0: also, please come join the Discord, because I'm very, like... I-I-I love everybody in the Discord, but I'm getting so tired of PlayStation XP being the channel to drop all your Overwatch League news in. <laughs> like, please, please come join the Discord so that it becomes a loud place and the Overwatch League can get its own channel where that gets dropped. I'm looking at you, Caro, who dropped Frozen 2 Minecraft in the Xbox channel and then proceeded to be told, Hey, you have your own channel for this. Drop this there.
1: That was the PC Master Race channel, I think, where she dropped it, and that was hilarious. I think Lucas was just playing with her, but I think that yeah, was funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, she- like, in our Discord, we have the Frozen 2 channel, and she literally just dropped it in a regular oh, channel.
1: that's right. There's a Frozen yes. 2 spoilers channel.
0: Uh, yes. So I was like, hey, you, I get why he's telling her. You should probably drop this in your own channel. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Uh, Frozen!
0: I gotta go uh, take the kids to see that at some uh, point I have not I seen Frozen can't. 2 but my mom's um, my mom was scrolling through Disney Plus the other day going hey where's the making of Disney of Disney's Frozen 2 uh, show and I'm like not out yet because it probably spoils the film like yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a documentary about making Frozen 2 pretty sure you're supposed to watch the film before you watch that
1: <laughs> yep Alright, and you can find me at DevHIS on the Twitters, and uh, Dev 2 on PSN. Feel free to add me as a friend. I probably won't have a lot of time to play games with anybody unless you're playing Destiny 2. Um, or just, you know, chat with me on, on, uh, on uh, Twitter. I'm there. I'm a man of the people. Come talk some trash with me. And with that, <laughs> long live play.